0: On this episode, Jason Calcanis stops by. The Ask Gary Vee Show. Hey everybody, it's Gary Vee, Nerd Chuck, and this is episode 233 of the Ask Gary Vee Show. Two of my favorite people are here Jason Calcanis and India. India, why are you even here? This is amazing. I'm excited. I, I Elliot, know. are you sad? Show sad Elliot. <laughs> sad Elliot. I love it. India. Very good to see you. But Jason, more importantly for the four people that don't know who you are, why don't you give them a 30 to 75 second bio. Um,
1: I'm a angel investor. I create media Is that companies. what you start with? No, I started. Okay. I, I say, I say yeah. things all the time. Yeah, exactly. No, I started Silicon Valley Reporter here in New York so I started a bunch of internet companies mainly in publishing and I'm an angel investor mm-hmm. and uh, commentator. I'm kind of like the West Coast version of Gary Vee. <laughs> I'm like the Knicks, you're the Jets. Yep. Your ambition hustling. is to buy
0: the Knicks. Yeah, that's You like seeing the mission. Garden?
1: It's, it's getting harder and harder. The value of these companies. I know. The TV deals We're like. not
0: being more successful than the value of these exactly. companies. Are going to, it's it's are getting companies worse. we successful. It's great. But, but not fast but enough. That, it's to the gap. Well, end. the good news for me with the NFL is that ultimately has a decline with concussions and this and yeah. that, and so we'll see. But anyway, so what's been going on? A lot of a lot of people. Uh, you know, it's funny. I have a lot of young, young, young entrepreneurs, and a little bit more, like not all just tech. Where yeah. you have enormous names so I think for a lot of people, um, look I think for, from my standpoint from afar and we've interacted a bunch, he's, he's, he just executes and hustles. I like that. Uh, very early web 1.0 kind of entrepreneur.
1: Yeah. I started when the web was uh, no images, no video. The 90's here in New York. Yep. It was pretty exciting. We all knew it would get big but. Um,
0: it took it longer went. than we all thought. Right? Because yeah, we were kids. Right? It like did. by the year 2000, it felt like, yeah, I remember Wine Library was going to sell all of its wine at Wine Library by the year 2002. You
1: know, this device that was chart like was an wrong. unexpected game changer. Game changer because we never expected you would have a supercomputer in your pocket with a broadband connection. Didn't
0: we find the video on Wine Library TV where I'm like, you can use Twitter on your phone now? Yeah. We need to pull that up. Yeah. Like, and it's not SMS, right?
1: the and there's <laughs> apps. <It> actually <laughs> have the iPhone Do you have it? Yeah, literally in my I was just so at a, a tweet about Uber. When, when was
0: it? When did I say, when was the video from? 2007? 232. Of Which is, library. whoa, and this is what? 233? 233. Oh, we almost, that would have uh-huh. been great. That would have been an amazing recall. But things change fast, you know, like Super I was fast. looking at this. And Jason, you're one of the few guys in that angel ecosystem that I grew up with that was smart enough to invest in the angel round of Uber.
1: Yeah, um, one of the things you learn about being an angel investor is you don't have to know if the company's going to succeed. You just need to know if the person's going to yeah, be and, the yeah, and you just knew a Travis that he's indefatigable. <clears throat> he's a hustler. He's hardworking. Yep. I mean, and I passed on Twitter and Zynga because I couldn't figure out the businesses. And that's when I was like, you know what? I I'm bet betting on it. horses. Exactly. Evan mm-hmm. Williams and mm-hmm. Mark Pinchas are going to win at whatever me. they do. You right. Know? Yep. You got to just bet the person and the, their ability to figure it out. Talking so.
0: about great people. Let's go to India. India. Let's uh, get into the first question.
2: Oh, here we go. From
0: Brian. Oh, video
2: video from Brian is... Oops Rusty Hey what's up Gary V my name is Brian aka Mind of Bun I'm on the app Musically and I have a following of over 600,000 people Not only that but I'm one of four Musically reps that live in New York City So my question is I don't know what to do next I feel like I'm stuck at a plateau I don't know what to do next I I love making these videos not only on Musically but I'm also pushing Everybody to YouTube too. I asked this question because I have friends who have less followers than me who have Managers and people who, who I know that have millions of fans who don't who don't even have managers or they don't even know what to do So what should I do next with this following? Do I go out there and look for companies or brand deals or? Should I link up with a manager or what should I do? I put my business email out there and I'm not always getting emails Every day or something. I, I am patient. I do wait but lately I'm just trying to figure out uh, a way to, to get a source of income from this because again, I do love doing this. I love doing this but at the end of the day I still have my mom harassing me saying, hey, um, are you gonna get a job or this and that and yeah, so Gary, what should I do?
0: So Jason, it's fun to have you here with this question. Good job by you guys curating because again, we lived through early bloggers getting famous. Sure. Then Twitter was really the first preview to this sure. where both of us were lucky enough to be one of those 100, 150 people that everybody sure. was following. Um, what kind of advice do you give to, you know, there's, I'm paying a lot of attention to the Musical.ly stars. Sure. This is the youngest generation of stars we ever see. You're making a joke of VaynerMedia being young. We're talking about 9, 10, 11, 12 year old stars. Yeah. Like it's, in, it's Nickelodeon up in Musical.ly right now. What's your, what's your advice for this?
1: Well, I mean, what is the goal here? Like, does the person want to be, do they actually have any raw talent? Are they actually a musician? Are they actually a singer? Um, Or are they just kind of becoming popular for doing like Do you think that's
0: becoming, do you think that's possibly becoming just talent itself? Like, you know, it's interesting you said that and I'm debating it myself.
1: Right, do you actually have a skill? So what I think is adding skills to your Repertoire, like that can only help you. So, if you learn an instrument, if you actually learn to sing, then you can kind of take it to the next level. So, when you saw Justin Bieber on YouTube, it was like, yeah, he's a YouTube star, but he actually had a core talent. No, right? he was a real talent. He was a real talent. Then you look at somebody like uh, King uh, Batch yes. on Vine. Like yes. He was the number one guy for a while, and it probably still is. Like, he actually is funny. He can he's act. a real he, comedian. He's a real comedian. Actor. A- actor, yes. right? He's a comedic actor. Yes. So, I think adding skills when you're a young person is one thing that this generation has got point. backwards. They, they go get the fame and it's great. You can hit that lightning in a bottle but get that skill. You can never It can never be taken away from you.
0: Yeah, that I think skills. I think networking. I think just even asking this question like for example, I'm interested, I'm spending more time in Musical.ly so let's get this kid into my office. I want to meet him for 20 minutes. And you just need to do that over and over, right? Yeah. How many people have been able to get to you and met for 15 or 30 minutes just by pounding you on social and email yeah. through the last decade? Give me a rough estimate of number. Because I know over it's more a thousand. than...
1: That's Over 1,000, it, a thousand. it you, takes time.
0: But you, yeah. Right, and some people they email you one time and you give them 15 minutes and some people email you 37,000 times and yeah. you never talked to them. Exactly. That's, that's the punchline. I look at
1: the quality, like, I, I look for people with skill but that's But you me. know this,
0: it's a subjective moment in time. Sure. Like at that moment it felt mm-hmm. like, right? Yeah. I mean it's a crap shoot.
1: Yeah, but you know what, it's a numbers game. If you, one of the things is I had an invest, I have a portfolio company that raised money from seven people. And they're like, we can't raise any more money. It's not working. I'm like, well, how'd you get the first seven? They're like, well, we met with like a ton of people. I was like, how many people did you meet with? They said 15. I was like, so you can raise money from 50% of the people you meet be with. And now you met with another five. You didn't get an investor, so you're quitting. Soft. Like, so soft. soft. You gotta do at least 50 meetings. And what you do is you take notes after every meeting. And you ask people, candidly, why did you pass on investing? It, the way you can help me, I understand your passing is just, can you just tell me the truth? stand it with me and tell me why I suck, or tell me it. what I need to work on. You know what? It. People will do it if you give them permission to speak freely.
0: Love it. India, let's move it forward. By the way, I'm serious. I want to meet the kid. Make it happen. Hello Manu.: Hey, Gary, it's a Canadian homie swish. Uh, I had a question for you, very short and sweet. What's your career advice to D-Rock? and how he can progress his career because he's a madly talented person and I know for sure you want the best out of him. I Man, a great question. Uh, for me, I think D-Rock needs to hold on to me for dear life because I think he's grossly overrated because of the fame and stardom of my amazing ability. And so if I was D-Rock, I'd be holding on for dear life.
1: Is this one of your whack packers? No, that's
0: D-Rock. That's so d packers. So he he is well, obviously, filming Daily V, and yes. he's got clearly he's got video skills, and he's built it. Yeah. I mean, now when we, I take how a how long se-
1: has he been here? How long have you been here, D-Rock? Two and a half years. All right, let me tell you something about uh, loyalty. It's year three and four when the magic happens. Everybody like, wants to yeah. bounce after a year or two, go to the next thing, because yeah. somebody's gonna go, "Oh, D-Rock's associated with him. Let me give him a ten percent bump in salary. I jump over there." But I'm telling you. Or
0: 100 when, when you're making two bucks whatever, an hour, you
1: know. Yeah, exactly. But I always find that people who stick around for year three, four, or five in a startup, they kind of ascend to this level and they learn some stuff. And you want to learn when you're young. And the problem is, a lot of people don't put the time in, they quit
0: too early. I, I, I think the big thing is um, you've got, I, I agree I, in some ways, and I'll go slightly different. You just have to reverse engineer what. You gotta deploy as much self awareness as you have of this moment and reverse engineer what you want. If D Rock wants, for example, if D Rock wants to make a movie for real, right? A feature film, he's never been in a better position. With me, because if, as long as he keeps believing in me, and as long as yeah. I keep proving that I continue to grow, I'm closer to being able to fund a future. I can fund a feature film now. Sure. Like it's Why raising not? money. Like I don't want to. No way, Drock. But <laughs> you know, I, I think. I Moving think. But you just have to know what, what you want. I think. I think that my career advice, Mano, to you, to Drock, to India, to Tyler, to Andy, to Jason, to myself, is know what you want and put yourself in the best position to succeed to get there. But be careful because the thing right in front of you is normally not the thing that's actually gonna get you to the best position to actually do what you want. Mm, there you go. India.
1: But you're in the game. That's important. You
0: ready yes. For a crazy video. Crazy uh, video? Go. Crazy from Zeke. A minute 44.
3: Gary, 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 Gary Vaynerchuk! Hey, you remember when episode three you said it should be your life dream to get your question on my show? Gary, it's my life dream, man. <laughs> Please, India. Come on, girl. Get me on the show. Just kidding, India. You're awesome. I love you. Hey, I'm really glad you didn't get fired. (laughs) We were worried. We were worried. Vayner Nation was worried. Hey, d rock can our cameras get together and focus? (laughs) I'm Zeke Fiffreak, coming from you from Valparaiso, Indiana. Cornfields and everything. Oh, God help me. I need a mountain. Somebody get me a mountain. I'm a personal trainer and a lifestyle manager. Ooh, that's a new one, lifestyle manager. Ooh, what does that even mean? Well, I'll tell you, but let's just just get to the question, okay? No, but really, I love what you're saying about self-awareness. It's one of the number one things I talk to my clients about, one of the number of things that has changed my life for the better in so many different ways. But being truly self-aware, I know that one of my best talents, obviously, (laughs) is the energy that I bring to the table. And I'm telling you, I'll bring this energy to the table wherever I'm at, okay? Call me out there right now. I'm going to drive out there. You think I won't? I will bring this energy, Gary. And I know this would be really great for brands, but I'm trying to brand my own thing on the side, right? So the question is, how do you harness an an emotion that comes through the energy that I develop and give and share with other people? How can I monetize that online? Um, I've been working on it, and I could really use your help. Thank you so much, Gary. I love you, man. Hey. DRock, link in the description. Ooh, get right there, right there. Lift
1: life, guys, and go New York Jets!
0: Woo! Jason, what are you doing with that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow, like Jim Carrey. <laughs>
0: He's like, really, really, that's really got some interesting charisma. What do you think? Uh, How does he monetize all that energy?
1: Well, here's the thing. We, we both know online is a great way to get attention. It's, it's a little bit challenging sometimes to monetize. Obviously, the CPMs are very low. It's hard to get to the brands. That's why big agencies like yours exist and other ones around town they have the brand relationships. So there'll be some opportunity to join these networks of stars, you know about those. Yep. Um, and that's a fine way to do it. But I think building your brand online and then increasing your prices offline. So if he's a trainer and he's got five clients and they're all paying 50 bucks an hour, what I always find is people are afraid to raise their prices and lose clients, right? So if he keeps growing and he's that good, you know he should be able to raise, double his price, then double your price, then double your price. And you know maybe have five people who are paying $400 a session or that kind of a thing. So be good at whatever your skill is and then keep raising your price.
0: Products, services, content. Yep. There's only four to five things that one can do sure. to monetize. Yeah. You've got great energy, you get intention, you get you get you build a base and then you can do a lot of different things. You could sell them stuff, sure. right? Make a product, create. Yeah, you can sell a t-shirt, like you can sell them a physical thing. Yeah. You can create a service. If you train people and it's 50 bucks an hour, then it's 100, then it's 200. Yeah. You can be in a place where you as a personality gets monetized. You sign a book deal, you sell a sure. lot of them. You speak for 100 bucks, then 1,000 bucks, then 5,000 bucks. Uh, you create a scalable content play. You put out something that is, you know, you put your classes on, Udemy and all these kind of things, yeah. collect, co- co- creative collective and things like that. So, you and I can give you like a lot of things but like the truth is there's only like five or six things it's that are out the there. It's
1: always the rookie mistake when I talk to somebody and say what's your business model? And they say well, it's going to be advertising mm-hmm. and subscriptions and then we're going to sell things and then we're going to sell the data and they list 18 things and it's like whoa, 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 whoa. The great companies, Uber take a percentage. Tumblr, advertising, Google, ad network, right? It's very rare that you see even a big company Apple selling hardware goes into a second or third business line. You have to pick one and Go master deep. it. And just master it because you know how hard it is to get advertising and content to work. You have to be the number one person in your category and you have to have very tight relationships and you have to deliver for those advertisers. On a product basis, people who are making great products and selling them at a high profit like Apple, man, it's hard to compete against people like that. You have to be exceptional in this the, day and The age. other
0: thing for a lot of you that are watching that I think will be valuable is try to do everything. Give a free speech. Create a content ebook. Sure. Go try to get a publishing deal. Like try different things. And see which
1: one's popular. Yeah. See and what, like, which one you enjoy.
0: Yeah. I think that's so. critical
1: too because yeah. if you don't enjoy being in a service business and having customers, like you can't do it because you're gonna hate. Oh my your god! Customers. All my
0: tech friends, as you like yeah. know, like like from what I came from, they're like, "You like this? Like you like having them?" I'm like, oh, I'm like, brutal. I like it because I know what it's building for me long term. Um, yeah. But it's you know like nobody in tech wants the unscalable nature of, of this. A service
1: business. Nobody. No. Nobody. But if you look at it, you have real clients, and look at the knowledge you're getting. Like you have all these millennials out here, and like <laughs> they—they're different, aren't they? I don't they're think different. So. they are sort of different got, than Gen
0: think, Xers. I, you know what? I think that's a popular conversation. I think people are pretty basic. Do yeah. they like? Yeah, I think that they have the same tried and true things, which is they have some balance of their wants and needs. Mm-hmm. I just think that they have more power. They do. They have more power because the world has gone in their favor. They're 20 something in a time where 20 somethings are respected by 40, 50, and 60 somethings around business because business is being done here. And they, do they know. You, do you
1: get the sense when they're looking at you that they're like, I could be him and I can do what he does?
0: I hope not because then they're fucking stupid.
1: Yeah. I think they're looking, I think I'm looking around the room, I think a lot of them are like, I could be in charge.
0: You know what's funny? I hope they feel that way, but they, it won't happen. It takes time. <laughs> All right, India, let's go.
3: <laughs> what's up, Gary and team? Hadi Yusuf here. Off of your inspiration, I started vlogging my startup journey. I've been interacting with online communities like the great Vayner Nation and just making sure that I'm putting out good content. But aside from patience and thinking about the long game, what are some things that someone like me should be doing to grow his audience? Thanks a lot.
0: So I think one thing that stands out for me, and then you'll jump in, Jason, is I think more real life stuff, like every meetup. Sure. Like like Jason, you might remember this. When I first got I mean, it's really fun to get your perspective on this. When I first came into the ecosystem, yeah. I was pouring wine at a Jaiku Leo Laporte meetup.
1: Yeah. I'm a wine guy.
0: Yeah. I mean I was like
1: I was, that guy? I was service. Guy. I was the help. Basically. I mean, I didn't want to say it, but it's kind of true.
0: And so, and so like, They're like, g-
1: we need wine here.
0: And, me- and, meanwhile, yeah, I and meanwhile, I had the biggest business in the room. For Everybody sure. else had business on paper. Yeah. I actually had a business, but I was willing to earn my keep into the ecosystem. That's the advice I would give here, which is, if you're documenting your journey, amazing. But go to every, I mean, Israel's such a hotbed for tech, startups and just startups in general. Go to every meetup, meet every person, be part of the ecosystem. I think you did that extremely well, that's right.
1: When I started Silicon Alley Reporter here, I wore a Silicon Alley Reporter shirt every day. I had 20 of them so I was the brand and I would show up at every party and I'd have copies of the magazine. You have to be the brand and you have to be everywhere. But a little hack for him might be um, be the most intelligent question under the most important people's blog posts or their tweets. In other words, Really take your time. Forget about building your own content and your own audience. Find somebody who's got an audience that you would like to acquire, and be the most intelligent person in their Love ecosystem that. for a while. Which is kind of what you did. Like you'd meet the guy, and you'd be like, "Oh, this guy's passionate to wine, but I'm here to see Leo." But this guy's also kind of interesting too, right? And so if you can put yourself in Fred Wilson's comments on AVC. It's like who are these people you writing know what's these a really highly intelligent really This comments? is
0: really smart especially in the Facebook ecosystem where if it's actually that, it populates up.
1: Yeah, they trend it up. The best comment goes up. But this takes time and you have to not be thinking about yourself with your comment. That's the problem, I think people are trying to build a brand so they think it's about They're the pitching network. instead yeah. of
0: bringing value to the community of the micro community within that blog post.
1: Correct. Yep. What is the topic we're talking yep. about? And how do you say something highly intelligent and and, and further the conversation?
0: And to you, because you don't come from 20 years of experience, 30 years of experience, you need to put your lens on it. By the way, there's a lot more people reading comments on those blogs that are just like you, entrepreneurs that are trying to make it, yeah. than us reading it. Well, and I so so you saying, here's my perspective from an Israeli-led startup that from a 23-year-old's perspective, yeah. you'll get a lot of juice from that. You need to own it. There's way too many true people trying to fake the funk right now mm. that they're so genius business people and they have no experience under their fingernails. There's
1: nothing more, like I think, appealing than somebody who's a young entrepreneur saying, I really don't understand and how this works can somebody explain it to me or help me because I really would like to be successful people will come out and help you 100
0: percent. If you that deploy that the humility and don't fake it
1: Yeah there's no reason to fake it like go on to the Well everybody and ask does it and by the
0: way, I've been there like like when, you don't, when you're not there yet you kind of want to you want I used to say yes and this and it was just not smart I should have said please tell me in this amount. I would have got there faster
1: In my meetings, anytime a word comes up that I don't know, I said, what does that mean in a business meeting? And
0: I wouldn't even have meetings then because I'm terrible at like vocab yeah, but when you have and a like. Pitch
1: and then somebody's <laughs> like, oh, do you know about this? And I'm like, what is that? And I just say, explain to me what that is. And they're like, oh, it's an acronym for this. And now I'm like, okay, now I'm getting smarter.
0: Yeah, 100%. Indy, right. let's move this. I know we got a. Well, I, I got a yeah. call. Yes.
1: Last, last one, one. Last call. Um, David. Whoa. David's in suit. Hey, this is David Villa in Tampa, Florida. I'm the CEO of IPD. And hey, Gary, I got a question for you. How do you deal with the sacred cow or the top performer in your business that generates a ton of business but it's toxic to your company culture?
0: Fired. Fired. Fired, David. Fired, David. Let, let me, does he have anything else?
1: Yeah.
0: Top. Fired. Yeah. Even before he finished, right? Good Good guess. Fired. 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 Yeah, it's fired, It's fired.
1: Life is short. It's not even
0: about like living your best life and life is short. It's you lose. Like you lose. Like you're just gonna cap out. It's like it's like math-based marketing. Eventually you run out of time, and like you can only extract so much.
1: You know what? It's like you know you have someone like J.R. Smith on your team, and like he's eventually going to implode and cost you a championship. Well right? like, you gotta keep with some when, of that talent. No, no.
0: JR Smith, J.R. Smith as the number one on that team. Yeah. When the top performer is toxic, you are finished. It's game over, yeah. The it's other thing, by the way, is out. you have to be the most you have to be the top performer. Yeah. Like like to me, that is the number one thing that I've always loved about my businesses, which is like, I don't know, I just don't rely on anybody else. Like, I could never imagine running a business that I would sit there and say, if D Rock quits, he's scared. he's
1: scared of that guy quitting because he's the top salesman. 100%. That's what I can see the fear in his 100%. eyes. Because if he wasn't, he'd be like, well, I'll just do the sales. You I'm wouldn't even ask that question. Yeah. Like,
0: there's a, By the way, in a car salesman world, there's a billion great car salesmen. By the way, in the comment section, if you're a tremendous car salesman and up for moving, leave a comment. Absolutely. All right, Jace, you get to ask the question of the day. Any question you want. Great focus group of hundreds, if not thousands of uh, answers inside of Facebook and YouTube. What's on your mind to young entrepreneurs and business peeps and social media peeps? What are you curious about these days? What are you looking at as you've been a very successful investor, you've been absolutely historically correct on trends. Even the people that love to raz you and things like that. nature yeah. cannot deny the fact that you've seen things play out properly with your I business put behavior. I put on the board, thank put you, put I in, put Yeah? Business, I put the by board. the way. As people that have put themselves out there, and yeah. you get your pros and your cons of sure. that, like nothing trumps the resume. Having no. wins helps. Well, you it's know, air cover.
1: Is, as I tell people, you know, when they criticize me, whatever, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just the guy who got lucky eight times. Right, I just know, eight. Like, just eight times. But, yeah. you know, like, at a certain point, if you just keep hustling and you have one of those wins every time. And is that, years. by the way,
0: is that number really three or four and you've made, like, like is it really, like, I'm, I'm actually some genuine, you don't I'm genuine.
1: Like, so, for example, Please. I'm an LP in a fund. Yes. That fund. Sokka. I can't say which one it was, not stock. But it was in that stock certificate up there.
0: <laughs> got it. And yep. it
1: was in WhatsApp. Yep. And I just got a call one day and they're like, by the way, you have these two huge wins. And I was like, I didn't know I had those wins, but somebody made I those get investments it. on my own. Right? So those it. things happen. I just saw my book and I'm doing a book on angel investing. And Hollis. Good luck.
0: Hollis, from I know. Harper is I, doing it. Just so you know, little, little, not only that, but little behind the scenes. I get calls from Hollis once in a while, of like, what's the story here? And usually I'm like, and this, and I'm like, on this one.
1: No, no, she was like, Gary went to bat for you. I was like, oh, very nice. And
0: you guys Um, know I hate to go to bat.
1: For sure. No, India,
0: I don't go to bat. I know.
1: So, okay, so my question for everybody is, um, what do you think the future is of employment now that we have robotics and AI, and what are your solutions if, in fact, we see a lot of jobs go away? How would you solve the problem of a society with, let's say, 20% less jobs available, which would increase unemployment which you know we say the number is 3 or 4% right now but it really doesn't include people who gave up which is another 15%. So what if we lived in a in a world where the majority of people couldn't find a job and only half the people were employed how would you try to solve for that in a creative way because in our industry we debate this but we all and in the past we've always come up with new jobs but it feels like this could be the different time.
0: Joe Biden I was at an event where Joe Biden spoke. I don't I, and the reason I'm say, I'm name dropping is cuz Maybe because he's got a quote out there that somebody can make this completely tight because I could be wrong. I don't remember if he said it's the number one job in America or the number one job now I'm recalling for people that do not have a college degree hmm. but whatever the punchline is and again somebody leave a comment for clarification. He said the number one job in the marketplace for, is transportation, drivers Right. and he goes with this looming this is the number one job people have, sure. and I believe. Actually, th- drivers, right. Drivers, Cap. That's delivery, right.
1: Everything.
0: You know. Yeah. I mean, listen. And by the way, that's what happens in industrial revolutions. Yep. Like shits about to hit the fan.
1: And what is the solution for our society? Yeah. That's just an open question. No, it's a big question. It's a big question. Gary, When's on? the book coming out? It's gonna come out next summer. All right.
0: Yeah. We'll I mean know Lean
1: on you for a tweet here or there. Or yeah. Little we'll little have before.
0: you ask a question, and we'll link it up. Oh, we'll do it right, Good. good. Right. I need a
1: little uh, some because you got all these kids here working like, on this <laughs> stuff. I mean You're blown away.
0: You were. Fundamentally blown away by the youth of this organization. You never, like,
1: I have never seen an organization this young. I'm looking around the room. That kid's definitely in high school. <laughs> this this kid's Tyler, how old 22? are you, Tyler?
0: Bang. 19. 19? I said
1: he's in high school. 22. Ty, Ty? Hold on, hold on. Okay. This kid's 21. 23. Yep. That kid's 25.
0: <laughs> 28. Yeah, 29. Andy looking good.
1: She's 26. She I told you. I that. Already. She told me. This kid's like twenty. How old are you? I'm, gonna, I'm 45. Nice number. <laughs> this is how old it's looks in the Put it this way, you and I did you hear are that? as old as the two
0: people here. No, I get it. I know. You keep asking questions, we'll keep answering them.